Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Queued Up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of, I don't know why I say another, I just realized that, I say another. Anyway, guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Maya Don Fisher and Betty Badger. How have you guys' this week's been? Um, uh, mine's oh, yeah. been uneventful. Mine's has been pretty <laughs> eventful, so how's your been? How's my been? Yeah, how's your been? <laughs> uh, I don't have a been. I've got a misty. Um, no, I've I've been I've been pretty busy the past few days, and especially uh, today. Pretty eventful week uh, as of yesterday. Um, my name is officially legally changed now. I no longer have the dead name, and I've started the process of getting it updated in all the necessary systems. Uh, Social Security Administration, DMV, my doctors, all that. So it's going to take a few days of filling out paperwork and mailing some forms off because the Social Security office is closed. And I don't know what driver's license, if I'll still if I'll be able to get that updated with the paper that I have or if I have to get a new Social Security card first. So I'm going to call the DMV in the morning and find out. But then today I had... Uh, I had to get labs done for my past two doctor visits and in the past today and last week. And they took nine vials of blood, um, you know, just routine follow-ups, full comprehensive lab work just to make sure everything's good and everything's coming back. All great. All numbers are coming back in the black. So I'm healthy for, for fat girl, I'm healthy anyway. Uh, <laughs> they commented on my weight loss and everything. How? Because I used to weigh at one point 465 pounds, and I'm down to 285. Good so, for you. Yeah, that's 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 180 pounds I've lost over the past few years. That's um, a whole me, and some. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like I lost the whole person and you know, I'm feeling great and my mental health is wonderful. I've got, I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow. I'm getting the Moderna vaccine uh, tomorrow. That's so I'm really excited about that. Uh, uh, you know, and prepared, hopefully get the um, driver's license changed. I don't know if you'll have the same experience that my, my dad did, but uh, like be prepared for a couple days of like uncomfortableness. You might not have oh, any on your I'm first prepared. on your first go. That that's what I've heard, you know, and it varies from person to person, you know, in my yeah. immune system where it is a I am immunocompromised, so uh it may affect me harder than it does, you know, a totally okay. normal healthy person, but but you know, we'll see. Uh I have a therapist appointment Thursday, so we'll see. Uh, we're recording Tuesday. We're recording early because my week and Greg's week's so busy. We had to record early tonight, so it's a Tuesday yeah. evening, afternoon yeah, my, for Greg. Um, but. 
Yeah, my uh, my dad had a uh, his legs have been like really painful lately, like more painful than normal, and uh, none of the pain medication he's taken is working. So we contacted his doctor yesterday, and it was this whole thing of like getting a hold of a new person. So they're asking questions that are already on my dad's information. We're just like Jesus Christ. And then um, another nurse calls, and she was she was awesome. She was actually really nice. No, she was like, no offense. No offense, but I got him beat on leg pain, I'm sure. Uh, which <laughs> which vaccine did he get? Did my dad get uh, the yeah. uh, Moderna? The Moderna. Because we got the Pfizer, and I tell you what, while I only had, you know, I had some arm pain for the first few days. Oh, oh, and oh, I felt oh, sorry, kind sorry, sorry. of Ugh. his leg pain is not associated with the vaccine. Well, here's the thing, though, my hip has been killing me. Like, way more painful than normal since I've had the shot. And it's the only part of my body that is just oh not happy right now. So I'm like, this is not, this is kind of weird. Because since I've had the shot, my, my back and my iliosacral crest have been killing me. But my other joints are fine. Everything else is fine. But that, just the pain will not stop. Huh. Nothing stops it. <laughs> I'll and I'm used mind, to that I, pain, I, but this is on another level. This is on a I I don't like dealing with this level. Uh, no joke. Um, uh, yesterday, uh, we got home from work, and um, I got a text from him. Like I started playing a little uh, Fall Guys with my buddy, and he texts me. He goes, "Hey, Greg, I need you to come down here and help me off my chair. I can't get up." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So I go down there, and like I'm. We usually do this thing where like he doesn't want me to pull him. He wants me to just be a rock so that way he can pull himself up. That's how he likes to do it. So that's what I do. And he like literally can't get up. He just can't stand up. So then I pull, hoping like thinking that'll help, and it still won't work. Like his leg just won't carry. Oh, sorry, carry the weight. So uh, after like about 10, 15 minutes of constantly trying, he was finally able to stand up. And like it took him a hot minute to get up the stairs so he could just go to the bathroom and change. Um, and he was like, I don't get it. I don't get what why it hurt him so bad. I don't understand it. And I was like, I don't know either. I, just, I mean, maybe it's just extra. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So he 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 contacts his doctor. His doctor, well, the, the nurse calls back. He misses the fucking call because <laughs> he doesn't fucking take his phone with him wherever he goes in the house. So he calls back, but it's an automated thing. Uh, he gets a hold of somebody he's never spoke to, and she asks a thousand and one questions that don't necessarily need to be answered. Um, very shortly after that call, she goes, "Stay, you know, stay near your phone because I'm gonna call you back in like thirty minutes." And he was like, "Okay." He goes stand up to go to the bathroom, and he was like, "My legs are fine. Like they don't hurt as bad. I don't know what that fuck it was about." And then. Uh, uh, today we did some, we ran some errands, which I'll tell you about in a little bit, and it happened again. And I think it has to do with like mm. the swelling in his legs, because he has. Um, I don't remember what what it is exactly on why his legs swell, but they swell very easily if they're not elevated. So yeah, it's, when he it's, has them elevated, it's common. Uh, the- yeah, I don't remember. That's like, a common thing. The doctors have said uh, it, lower extremities, lower lower extremity edema. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, and I think it is diabetes, but 
But it yeah. might be because of the vaccine that it's hurting worse. I, I, you know, again, I haven't spoken to my doctor about it or anything because, again, I don't want to be like, you know, oh, bitches in pain again, you know, but it, it really <laughs> is. It's it's one of these things like, oh, wow. So uh, that pain clinic you were talking about, what, what, you know, I mean, it's and it's not constant, but it is it is very in your face when it hits, it hits and it is. It's, 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 uh, again, I'm used to the pain. I'm used to being in a certain level of pain pretty much constantly right. from this. But this is, this is like I, I went walking around Gatlinburg for a day kind of pain. And I have not been walking anywhere. <laughs> you know, I walk around my house, I do chores, that's it. You know, I, yeah. this is Gatlinburg walking pain. And mine knows what I'm talking Ooh. about because Gatlinburg ain't nothing but hills. Ain't nothing but hills uh, both ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, they said that the only the except only, for that uh, one little stretch. Yeah, right there is where the old motel used to be, and now it's a whiskey bar. So Jesus, that's where everybody stops and goes, Woo, "Give me whiskey." Um, but yeah, so the only opening that they had for us an appointment was like tomorrow morning at ten, which is roughly when we record. So it's like. Had to reschedule. That's totally understandable. You know, I hope everything's okay, you know, and they figure out what's causing these flare-ups. So. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's the other thing. Is like, there's, a few, there's, a few, there's a few problems, and I think that it, it does have to do with the vaccine because last month, uh, the last time he had the test done for his, like, kidneys, the blood drawn and whatnot, his kidneys were fine. They were at, well, not fine. Obviously, they're never going to be fine. But they weren't lowering they were at like 28 30 percent somewhere in there functionality this last test that he just got done like five days ago said they were at 20 percent it's like okay. what the fuck happened well, he didn't change his diet like how the fuck uh, did uh, it drop and so he, he talked to his doctor today um and his doctor was like it might have to do with the vaccine. It might have to do with something else because he goes, Greg, you have a myriad of medical issues and you're taking a bunch of different pills that affect different things. Like there's one pill that he takes for, um, I think it's for his, for the swelling in his legs in relation to diabetes, but it fucks with his kidneys. And then yeah. the kidney stuff like fucks with his diabetes. It's this, it's this weird, like fucking fucking balance. They have to do with his they pills. They don't have him it's on a, dialysis. It's, it's a tug of war. Well, that's, we're trying to avoid dialysis right now. We're trying to keep him as far away from dialysis as possible, which is why we're going full vegan. But I've already had to go to a dialysis clinic. So that way we can learn exactly what both of us have to do when he goes on dialysis, the shit that we're going to have to fucking have in the house. Uh, it's a lot. And because it was so much that kind of put the fucking fire under my dad's ass to eat better. And so him, having it at 20% and uh, nothing having changed in his diet was just him and I were just like, what, how? So that's also, um, that can, that can be very disheartening too. So I hope that they, you know, and discouraging to well, the point where he, he may want to like say, well, this, all this work I've put in, it's not showing any improvement now. Right. You know, I think it's, I think they'll get to the bottom of it. They'll figure it out. And you yeah, know, the, just, doc the doctor said stays positive and 
Yeah, the doctor said today that the lower kidney function is likely associated with the vaccine and that it should go back up. But, you know, I don't know. Let's... Yeah, because he just got vaccinated, what, last weekend? Uh, the the uh, the 27th of, uh, of February. So Yeah, we got vaccinated so, weekend uh, last. Okay, two weeks. And he has the yeah, second okay. one coming so up very two soon. Weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you know, it was probably within... I know it was within two weeks of him getting the vaccine that he had the new functionality and it takes, you know, time for a vaccine to move through your system and, you know, build up your immune system for what it's combating. So it's very likely. Yeah. Cause it's in that 10 to 14 day range. So it's very likely it's vaccine related. So I wouldn't stress and just stay positive, but hopefully they figure out what the labeling is. That's that's one of the yeah. things that I think, too, as well, is because, you know, having just um, gotten diagnosed with the HLA B27 and they are, you know, under the assumption at this point that there is an immune system issue that's attacking my hip and pelvic area. That's bad. And um, so to me, that makes sense. You know, with the vaccine, I've already gotten a heightened white blood cell count. You know, it it's like, you know, it, it's going into a little bit of overdrive and attacking my area a little bit more than normal, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just know that it hurts and I don't like it, but it's better than COVID and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this will stop, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the thing that I'm excited about with the Moderna vaccine, I mean, it's like a 96 or something like that, 96% effective against COVID itself, but it's 100% effective against a severe case of COVID. It's like if you do get it in that three, four, five 5% chance that you do get it, it's going to be mild as hell because of the vaccine. So that's, I'm like, yeah, I'm all for it. Hook me up. I called around to multiple pharmacies. Uh, none in my town had any, um, and they said, call back in the middle of next week. You know, we're supposed to be getting more. I was like, well, if I don't find anyone else, I'll call you back. You know, my doctor's office has me scheduled to get one at their, at, at their location, but it's not until April 2nd. And I said to myself long ago, I was like, as soon as that vaccine's available, I'm getting it as soon as I possibly can. And then... You know, when they said, yeah, we've got a Moderna vaccine, we've got a Pfizer vaccine, there's a Johnson & Johnson coming, and I read up on all three, and I was like, yeah, I want the Moderna because of the efficiency and the effectiveness rate of it. And I said, my goal is to be vaccinated by spring. Well, you know, first day of spring is in just, uh, what, eight days, nine days, something like that, or yeah. maybe even yeah. less. So I'm getting vaccinated by spring, by God. Uh, so, hey, I didn't want to wait. And I didn't either. You know, I mean, and that's, we got a chance and, you know, we jumped on it because, what I mean, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, it's like, I see all these people, you know, you know, the local news. Oh, it's I fake. There, it's it's a placebo. I'm like, well, if it is, what's your problem? Why not do it? If it's fake, what's your big deal? 
I think yeah. some of these people were issued. I think a lot of these people that comment on the local news station page have placebos for their fucking brains. Yeah, it's not brain. real. It's just a I got a brain. No, it's just a placebo. You don't have any intelligence. <laughs> uh, they, they. Well, it's like we were having that conversation in our chat yesterday. The people in our region, mine and Betty's region are so horrifyingly dumb for lack of a better word i the, the ignorance that they put on display and proudly put on display online it's both shocking heartbreaking and makes me feel ashamed of where i'm from uh you know and it goes back to when we watched that hillbilly documentary you know, not enough intelligent people from this area that are displayed. Uh, you know, uh, the, the stereotype that we fall into, sadly, there's a lot of valid reasons for that stereotype. Yeah. Um, like, I've been watching YouTube, and there's this um, channel called Soft White Underbelly. And I guess he kind of looks at the dregs of society, people who are drug users, people who have mental diseases. And now I notice he has an Appalachia section. And these people are not the people that I think should be representing Appalachia. I mean, it's just like, okay, yeah, they, these are some of my neighbors, but can you pick some people that look like me, that talk like me and put them on there too? Because that's, Please don't have people thinking that we're all like that because we're not, you know, <laughs> it's. And then, and then, then you go into a Walmart. I went to Walmart for the first oh, time. In, the first time I've been into a Walmart since March the 7th of last year, which was the day you and I first met in person when I came by your shop. It's the first time I've been in Walmart today. And I could tell you. Um. Nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. She's pulling from that. (laughs) That must be where he's getting his demographic because, wow. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, the first girl was, the first girl I saw was from Kentucky. Bless her heart. Um, You know, and I, I mean, there's like four or five more and I'm just like, why are all these people like, you know, again, I mean, You've really stereotyped Appalachia here, dude. I mean, that's, I don't feel that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to yeah. be considered like a mental disease, but I guess we are. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny. It's, it's from mental illness, but you know. I mean, you know, I do too, but here we are, you know. <laughs> I mean, just being Appalachian apparently is right up there, you know. <laughs> What do you uh, suffer from? Well, that, I'm bipolar and Appalachian. Yeah. <laughs> something that I've noticed that is it's always interesting to me is that you go to different parts of the country and there are uh, uh, the, 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 the stereotypes that you don't want to be associated with. Um, like Californians, for example, we have some stereotypes that I didn't even know we had until I started doing streaming and podcasting and talking to people from across the country. Uh, apparently I say like a lot, a fucking lot. I oh, we it. all say like a lot. I mean, that's, that's, that's no longer California's y'all started no, it, but we, 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 we like, ran with it. 
we like appropriated that man yeah <laughs> um i mean you know when i think of california again i've never been there uh, but the first thing that honestly pops into my head is the SNL, the the Hollywood people, like oh, you know yeah, the yeah, blonde yeah. people that they do, that family. Yeah, that's what I think of. But I know it's a stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's like I can I absolutely that's... laugh at stereotypes of Appalachia as well. But let's admit that they're stereotypes and not right, not right, right. the truth of everyone. You know. Yeah, there was like. One of the funniest things that happened to me a while back was we I was playing video games with a bunch of people. I think it was Halo. Um, and we had like a guy that was in there from Australia, a guy from Canada, and I think two people. The one was in New York and somebody else was in like some other state that was lower than I don't remember. Um, and then it was like three of us who all live in California. And we were sitting there just talking about differences and stuff. The thing that made us laugh the hardest, by the way, was the Australian trying to do an American accent. Because he started he started talking like a southerner, and we we're just like, That's <laughs> everybody Southern does. Southern That's the easiest one for them to mimic. It really is. <laughs> really is. So so I, I said know. to him, I said, well, I well, he always how- gets for the southern accent, Daddy Aussie. <laughs> going right for the southern accent. That's uh, ridiculous. So so we were fucking <laughs> cracking up. And I said to him, I said, us three are from California. We're from Central California, not Southern California, where you get the, the Valley Girl accent. We're from Southern. Oh, sorry, from, from uh, Central. So <laughs> try to mimic our accent. And he was just like, hi, can I get a burger? And it was, it was <laughs> we fucking lost it. Like, it was so bad. But we were, it was so much fun. And then, of course, I'm bad with accents, so, like, I try to do an Australian one. He fucking dies laughing, and then oh, yeah. the guy from New York was like, do your best New York accent. And it was like that Brooklyn fucking, oh, fuck you, like that. And he's like, do I talk like that? And I was like, obviously not. So, like, but that's the funniest part to me is that being friends with so many people around the world, I've had these wonderful experiences learning about stereotypes and how bullshit they are. And... I know that stereotypes derive from truth. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. They always do. That is the problem there, because that that gets is some stuck truth, yeah. in people's mind. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, so you absolutely. Like, you know, we have stupid people around here. We have people that are very backwards. We have people that are willfully ignorant. We have people that are genetically ignorant. But they're not the majority. They're just we the have loudest. That are genetically backwards. <laughs> And I think that, you know, a lot of the intelligent people from this region leave and they don't come back. That's you know, why so they're slim the pickings. intelligent ones. That's why yeah. they're the intelligent <laughs> ones. They get out because they seize the opportunities to do so. Uh, yeah. You know, one of, one of my biggest regrets in life was moving back here. But at the same time. I also wouldn't be the person who I am today if I didn't and wouldn't have the family that I have today and the friends I have today if I didn't. So it's a double-edged sword, you know. I'm like, I'm totally grateful for everything that I have in my life. I just hate the fact that I live in tiny-ass little mountain town in Virginia that, you know, you sneeze and you pass through it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking the other day, you know, there there are some things that I wish 
I wish I could go back and do over, but only if I could be guaranteed to still have the people that I love in my life, like my daughter and my husband. And I know, Mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of things that I would go back and I would change, but not without the guarantee of making sure I still had them in my life. I mean, I, I would go through all the hell over again if it meant still having them in my life. I mean, yeah, that's shitty things happen, man. You know, but I love I, uh, my family. I try to play this game with my dad often. It's like, what if, you know, your life took a slightly different turn? Like, you know, I, I say to him, like, what if you never got into high school legs. with football? <laughs> well, in another uh, parallel universe, there's a you with two legs. There's a you with no legs. There's a you or your Batman. Uh, yeah. He hates playing it or because, he, because he, he feels like it's full of regret. To which I have to explain to him, it's not full of regret. Because if you hadn't got, let, let's play this game. If you hadn't got injured in high school, there's no guarantee that you would have been injured to the point where you had to take up business with your dad. To which then would have led to you meeting mom at a diner. You, hell, you might not even have met Mary and had Lily. So by the, the shitty things that have happened in your past led to some great things in your future. Like, let's not forget that. It's not a game of regret. It's a game, it's a game of what if. That's it. It's just yeah. a game of what if. And um, I think a lot of people miss that when they, when they play that, that, you know, like, what if this was different in my past? Um, and I personally, like, I understand where you're coming from, Maya. Like, you, you don't live in the best place. You're like, yeah, this kind of sucks. But uh, at the same time, it's like you said, you know, like, look at the great stuff you have. And that, that great stuff you have is because oh, you yeah. do that. So yeah, yeah, and, and you know it's it's just um, something that seems so trivial at the time, and it's always you know like what if I did this? What if I did that? How different would things be? And I love like say when Marvel does it, I love looking at those you know instances. But when you really truly apply it to yourself. Like if, you know, if, if I hadn't moved back in 1995, like I have no idea how different my life would be. This, There's just no way this might be, what my this might be like. the only universe where you ever met Misty. Yeah, I know. Like, so there's, I mean, there's that, that realm of possibility, but, um, it's a very small chance. It really is considering the, <laughs> the, uh, theory, the theory of the multiverse. <laughs> like if you I can mean, think it, it's know, possible. Yeah, I mean it is possible, but the probability is very small. But you know, I I mean I absolutely yeah, I mean I get it. There are lots of things. I mean, I've I wouldn't have married my first husband, first of all. I wouldn't have gotten in that motherfucking car. Um, you know, I mean so many things I would have done Jesus, you got in the car car and decided fuck it let's get married Ugh. well no that no we got <laughs> married just, and then later i got in the car yeah you know? so yeah i mean there's there's a lot of things that yeah i would do different i mean oh i see what you're saying now you're referencing gotcha yeah you know i, I mean it's like if i hadn't married him i would have never had an opportunity to get in that car to begin with because you know we were riding with mutual friends you know we this wouldn't have been happening and yeah Again, you know, there's, mm, mm, you know, I wish I could go back and 
do it over again, but I can't, you know, it sucks. It is what it is. I've learned my lessons and I've passed them on to my girls and said, Hey, you know, learn some shit from this, you know, don't do this. You know, <laughs> don't get married yeah. at 19 to a guy you've known for three months. Cause that's really stupid, really fucking stupid. <laughs> And of course, you um, yeah. know, my kid looks at me and she's like, do you think I'm stupid? I'm like, no, but I didn't think I was stupid either. You know, teenagers do stupid shit. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's half mm -hmm. the, the fun of, of growing up. If you ask me is looking back and going, wow, I was an idiot. <laughs> but it's you know, being an idiot, being it, a young it, idiot is just part of it. It's just part of life. life. As much of the stupid all the stupid shit that I did, it's a miracle on a live. Right. You know, I did some really stupid sketch things that I'm like, God, I, I just, wow. Wow. You know, it's like, <laughs> I hope my kid is way smarter than me and does not do these things ever. You hope. And then they do that one thing. You're just like, well, oh. mind. <laughs> that ship has sailed. They do that one thing. It's like, well, she came by head honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's like my dad, the the ex-cop, you know, apparently he broke into somebody's house as a teenager. And I'm like, yeah, now I'm the bad one. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I broke, into, I, broke in, I broke into somebody's house one time to have sex. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's, uh, I just parked in cars, okay? I didn't break in nobody's house. I, <laughs> I did. I, uh, Were they home? <laughs> no. Oh, well, that's Now, okay. to be fair, I knew whose house it was, and I knew they were at work. And I proceeded to say to the person I was seeing at the time, let's desecrate his house. And we did. <laughs> oh, he just, he did. did you ever, he ever, did ever find, find out? out? Uh, yeah. About three years later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I told him three years later, but at the time, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, you do you, girl. I. <laughs> Um, so I want to, uh, uh, I want to tell you guys about what happened to me today. Cause I was going to bring it up earlier, but it's kind of funny. Um, well, I brought, I brought it up on the, in the, the warmup just because I wanted to tell you guys, but then I was like, you know, I want to save it for the podcast. Cause it's kind of funny. It's interesting. Uh, so completely different, uh, conversation direction, if you will. Um, well, it involves I need, a bed. I, need, I need a new mattress. Mattress. Uh, I've been needing a new mattress for a long time, and it's not like the worst thing. It's honestly not the worst thing that I've ever had, but it's like it's got it's got pillows underneath it to kind of keep it aloft. Um, and I knew that this new shop that opened down the street, which is a like kind of it's not a thrift shop per se. Wait, wait, they, wait, wait, wait. You you've got pillows under your mattress. To keep yes. it aloft? To keep, like, the center of it from sinking. What kind? Yes. And when was the last time you bought a mattress? 
You want to know the truth of that? I've never bought a mattress. I've always been given mattresses. Whoa. So you've never had a new mattress. You've always had like a brother's old mattress or a friend's old mattress. Okay. The, the current one that I have, uh, when uh, my brother's, when my sister-in-law, Michaela, was uh, him and Josh, her and Josh, were moving into their apartment in Sacramento, um, they bought a brand new bed. And she just was trying to get rid of this one and gave it to me. Um, and I've had it for about five years now, six years. Um, but I treated it very poorly, like pretty poorly. Not to mention I'm fat, so it just wore down quick. Jumping on, jumping on the bed, you know, doesn't help. I think I've had five new mattresses over the past 20 years with Jeff. Uh, we just bought the last one like last year, past two years. I think it was past two years. Yeah. Um, it's a memory foam mattress, you know. But yeah, I with my hip problems, mattresses are very important to me. They are sacred things. And once one starts to go, that's it. I'm done. I'm nope, can't do this anymore. It's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Time to start fresh, you know. So but I like the one we've got now because there's no dipping. You know, the last one we had was um, a memory foam uh, pillow top type thing. So it still had a regular mattress underneath. But this is just a straight up memory foam mattress on um, slats. There's no bed springs or anything. So it's, it's nice. I like it. As you can see, it's kind of bouncy when I talk and stuff. It's on camera. But yeah, I do like it. Jeff doesn't like it because it's not a you know, concrete wall. He likes to sleep on hard, hard surfaces. And I'm like, no, I want to sleep on a cloud. It's pillow soft. <laughs> I can, I can get with him there because I sleep on the floor and I have for years. Yeah. He's, he's fine with that. He loves camping and shit. And I'm like, nope. I need a mattress. I need a bed. Yeah. <laughs> there is no sleeping out. on the floor. <laughs> I, fall, I fall out of the bed. I fall off a mattress. Well, yeah, up. we were talking about that too. Like, I, so I was shopping for a twin. I was shopping for yeah. a twin because I don't need more than like I have a full. Right, this is what this is a full. I don't fall. I, I've never fallen out of a bed. Oh my god, I've fallen out of a bed so many times. But maybe you suffer from something similar to what I suffer from. I I don't go into paralysis when I sleep like a lot of people do. Um, that's one of the things with the REM um, behavioral disorder syndrome. Uh, we just don't uh, yeah. go into paralysis and that's why we can act out our dreams sometimes. And when I'm going through a nightmare and I'm rolling and rolling, yeah, I've woken up on the floor. I've woken up, turned around in the bed before too. <laughs> I, I, remember wow. one time, I remember one time when I was in the hospital um, and this was back when I was having heart issues. I was been, Madison was a toddler. She was like a year old, maybe a year and a half so it's been 12 years ago uh thankfully i don't have these issues anymore because extreme weight loss will do that uh make things better but um i was in the hospital and i told them i was like look i fall out of a bed and they said well, you can't fall out of this bed i was like i'll find <laughs> a way i'll find a way and they came in and i was laid up in the damn floor just asleep, snoring in the floor, pillow clutched to me, and they, they asked me, Steve, what did he do? And 
They said he climbed out in his sleep and got in the floor. And they're just like, well, we can't have him in the floor. She's like, he won't stay in the bed. <laughs> and this, this is when I was a he. So, <laughs> you know. Well, again, that, that, that sounds very similar. You know, I used to wake up in the bathtub a lot. When I was younger, I would sleepwalk and I'd go in the bathtub and sleep in the bathtub. And I'd wake up in the bathtub with my pillow and a blanket. <laughs> yeah, I the know. It's that, really weird. <laughs> the most the most I've ever done with sleeping wise is, is, is sleepwalk. But I haven't done that in God knows how fucking long. Like that I used was when to I was hum. Like much younger. I used to hum. I used to monotone hum. I used to say I was tuning myself with the universe. I'd so wake I, myself up. I downloaded an app to that that's supposed to record um, snoring schedules and and how loud you are when you're snoring and stuff like that. Really, uh, send that to me so I can give it to Misty because she doesn't believe me that she could sound like a chainsaw. Uh, okay, well, um, what's funny is the app like you can put you can record you can put your recordings on like a um, a forum of like for everybody to listen to them. So ninety percent of them is farts, which is hilarious <laughs> to me, but. Um, Everybody she farts does that in their sleep, especially too. in their everybody farts in their sleep, man. Everybody well, does it. <laughs> mine, was just, mine was just farts. Like, I heard I, there was no <laughs> other noise, nothing happened during the night. Like, I was like, I so, like, I, I think I just, I don't know, I, I sleep like a log, but yeah. So, I was shopping for, for a twin, and this was about a month ago. I want to say this was uh mid February, give or take early February. Um. And we were waiting on an order because uh, DoorDash and whatnot. And I went into Shop Heroic, which is the name of the store. And I was like, I was looking at mattresses. I was like, oh shit, okay, like they have twins here for two fifty. Whenever you know we get that sweet stimmy, I can go and buy a new mattress. So that's what I went in there today to do. And um, I go. Over- <laughs> I know, I love it. <laughs> sweet uh, stimmy sounds like something. Uh, it just sounds overly sexual to me. I'm sorry, sweet stimmy. Oh no, it's. It's hilarious. It's 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 stupid. That's why I like saying it. But, um, so I go over to a to a guy and I said, "Hey, who do I need to talk to to get a get a mattress?" He doesn't speak English, and they he looked very confused. Another woman walks up behind him and goes, "Can I help you out?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who do I talk to about getting a mattress?" She goes, "Well, before I tell you that, I need you to know something." And I said, "What?" She goes, "You see those yellow tags on the box spring in the mattress?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, "You have to register those, and it's going to cost you more money." up to about $75 a piece. And I said, wait, what? She goes, uh, yeah, so there's a California registry for, for mattresses and box springs that you have to register them before you buy them or when you're buying but them. What is the up to 75? I mean, is that based uh, it, on it's, size? So, no, it's based on store. So here's what the, I had to pull it up. And this is also something in Connecticut and Rhode Island too. But for the California one, it says each company that produces, imports, distributes, or renovates uh, included products for sale in the state must register online with an MR- MRC through the system. Businesses selling included products in California or to California and users must collect at, uh, at minimum 1050 recycling fee on each of the units sold um, on or after December 30th, 2015 and submit a report um, that remit the collected uh, fees to the MSRC monthly. So that's why I'm assuming it was so high as up to seven, seven, or sorry, uh, 75. 
was because a shop heroic is a is a wholesale store so they like get products that didn't sell elsewhere and they sell it in their place for cheaper um Sim similar to like a big lots or an ollie's or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know rocks uh, things like that. it wouldn't have been that big of a deal if i had the money but i just paid a bunch of bills that we were behind on with the with my stimulus so i just didn't have the money um I had never heard of the fucking Magis registration fee. That that was new to me, and it was new to my dad and everyone else that I've spoken to about this because they're like, what? Um, but yeah, it's a thing. And I think also, like, depending if you go to, like, a big box store um, or, like, a proper mattress store, like, it might be cheaper, but you're also spending more on the mattress overall. So it's a catch-22. So no mattress today. I was like, that sucks a little bit. Not the world's, it's not the end of the world. I still have a mattress to sleep on. It's still comfortable enough and, and I get a good night's sleep on it. So it's not like I'm dying. Um, I just wanted a new mattress. So I get back in the car and I go, all right, well, that's not happening today. My dad's like, he's, he's a problem solver. So he's like, what about this store? What about this store? I was like, it doesn't matter which store I go into. I'm still going to yeah. have to pay some kind of fee, uh, which of which I don't have money for. And he was like, okay. And I was like, what I could maybe do down the road is um, do like a, like buy a mattress that has a monthly fee that I pay for like a two-year contract or some shit. Oh, like can... a rent-to-own type of place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> but um, what happens if you can't pay for it? Do they resell the mattress? I don't know. You know, I could because I get that you can rent a car. <laughs> They just bust down my door and take my mattress. <laughs> That'd be so hilarious. Uh, <laughs> you I hope you got a sleeping bag because we're taking that mattress out. <laughs> and that box spring. You can keep that um, ready as headboard and frame, though. So, oh my so gosh. I, said, I said to my dad, I go, well, why don't we go do the other thing that I need to do? And that's close my credit card that I have with Golden One, my the the, the credit union, because what they what they've suggested I do is um, I was supposed to do it last month, but they but I you know pushed it to this month is close it out so that way um, all the money that because the way that the credit union set up my credit card since I didn't have a I didn't have a credit line to begin with at all was a uh, a collateral account so there's a cushion of like three hundred dollars and my card has a three hundred dollar limit. If for some reason I can't pay that, the credit card gets closed and the cushion gets paid. So my credit card, my credit uh, uh, rating doesn't get fucking completely destroyed. That was the idea behind it. Um, my credit rating is fine. I It's it's not the best, but that's also because I fucked up doing it. That's a long story. So I was like, fuck it. I used the stimulus to pay the credit card. So if I shut off the credit card now, I just get 300 in my account immediately, Right. So I go in and the girl says, yeah, not a problem. I can do that for you. I just need your ID, your bank card, and the credit card you're using. I said, not a problem. I go to pull everything out and I hand her my ID. And she goes, do you have another form of ID? And I went, no. And she goes, like not a passport or anything? I was like, no, that's that's it. That's all I got. And she goes, well, this isn't going to work. And I went, why? And she goes, well, because your card's out of date. And that's when it dawned on me that my ID has been out of date since April of last year. That because of COVID, I haven't been able to get to the DMV to renew my ID. And I kept looking online to get it done, but 
it was like the other day it told me like you're not eligible. And I'm like, how the fuck am I not eligible? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Because it's been so long since it expired, you have to reapply. So I'll get to that in a second. And that's not entirely it. There's a little bit more to that. Um, mm. So you're not entirely wrong, but also there's there's another reason behind it. So uh, I go back to the car and I'm like, well, that didn't fucking work out. And dad goes, well, what do you want to do now? I said, let's go to the DMV, see how long the line is and see where we go from there. And he goes, okay. So uh, I go wait in line and a guy talks to me and he says, the long and short of it, because the conversation is a little longer. He says, like, he's trying to tell me like, here, here's what do you need to do. Um, and I said, I need to renew my ID. And he goes, when was it last renewed? And I said, fucking like 2016. Um, it, but it, 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 uh, it, I don't know. I said it went out or something. Um, I, April of last year. And he was like, okay. And I so said, I pull up my card and he goes, oh, that's going to be a problem. And I said, why is that? And he says, you need to uh, issue for a real ID. What the fuck is a real ID? And he so he pulls out his card and he says, a real ID has these two symbols on it that tell the federal government, you are a citizen of the United States and what state you're from. He goes, this was something that was enacted or forced in, in October of last year. Had you registered, had you re-registered your card before October of last year, you'd have had no problem, but now you have to register for a real ID. You need to have your uh, um, birth certificate and two proofs of residency. I'm like, Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> and he goes, but unfortunately, we have a bunch of people that are uh, signed up for stuff today. So is there? Uh, you're going to have to come back at 2.30. Here's your ticket. And I'm like, I can't come back at 2.30. <laughs> like, I have shit I got to do. Um, mm. So he's like, well, well, then what I recommend is that you come back as early as you can tomorrow morning. Uh, get, a, uh, uh, get a ticket for like an appointment. And then make sure you bring those papers that I told you to bring. I was like, okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, like <laughs> three things I tried to do today, three things didn't fucking work and nothing accomplished. <laughs> I, said, I told my dad, I was like, well, let's feel go bad. I got to deal with, uh, yeah, don't feel bad. I got to deal with the DMV tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. Luckily my DMV trip is not going to be as much of a pain in the ass. Cause at least I hope it's not. It's, it's just a fucking ID. And I've been yeah. Well, city. that's what mine is too. But you know, I don't know if it's going to hinge on that social security card or not. Yeah, I don't think it will. Um, because my, 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 my social security card and my driver's license do not match. They don't have the same names on them. Mm, I got you. My mom was saying something similar to that. That because. She got like I told I called her to tell her that story because I was like, it's kind of funny. It's just a series of unfortunate events. Uh great show you should watch on Netflix, by the way. Um, yes. <laughs> uh and I thought it was kind of funny. Like nothing inherently changed. If for some reason I need to use the three hundred dollars that's in that cushion at the at the bank, I can still use my credit card and use that money. I just when I go to close the account part of that cushion goes into paying the card. You know, that's, that's it. Um, the mattress thing, not the end of the fucking world. I can deal with it. If I really, really want to, I can get a fucking pillow top for this thing and then it'll be good. 
Um, and as for the, the 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 real ID, at least I got that in the fucking work. So it's not, I'm not upset. I just thought it was funny that the three things I tried to do today didn't work. So I'm telling my mom, and she's just like, starts having this fucking like panic attack. Um, not a real panic attack, but like she's she's just all upset. And I'm like, what are you so upset about? And she's like, Greg, you don't get it. You don't get it. I have to do all of this extra stuff to get my ID. If when when all this all this COVID stuff is over and I go to get my my uh, uh, driver's license back, you can't. You don't even know how much I have to do. And I was like, what do you have to do? And she was like, not only do I have to have my birth certificate, but I have to have proof that I married Bob and then I divorced Bob and then I'm still married to your dad. And I'm like, what? Why? And my dad just shakes his head. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, wait, this is a thing. <laughs> and apparently, it's a fucking thing. Yeah, I, I have to have my marriage certificate uh, when I got my driver's license changed to my married name. I had to have my marriage certificate, which I had to go over on Tennessee side to get that because we got married on Tennessee side, not on Virginia side. And yeah, it my social security number does not match the name that I use or the name that uh is my legal name. And, you know, when I get asked on documents, does your social security number match your, your name? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to lie about it. I'm just too fucking lazy to face it. <laughs> I don't know what else. To say. <laughs> it's too much of a hassle. Every time I walk in that fucking social security building, I'm just like, Oh, people, you know, there's so many people. So, I'm just like, I don't want to be here. So in that regard, in that regard, you kind of understand where mom's coming from of just like oh, the, the fucking yeah. absolute bullshit you got to deal with. It's so, uh, yeah, as a woman, it's absolute bullshit. It's like I had to go through an ordeal to get the judge to let me have my maiden name back when I got divorced the first time. Well, the only time. Yeah, but yeah, when I got divorced, I had to petition the judge to get my maiden name back and not use his last name. I was like, I wow. will not be using that bastard's last name under no. Well, you, to have it legally changed, that that's what you have to do. Period. You got to petition the judge for legal yeah. name change. That's just it the standard procedure. Of what it all is. Wow. Something that should have taken should have taken less than six months. Uh, well, because he wouldn't sign the papers. Days. Well, he wouldn't sign the fucking papers. I finally ended up calling his mom and I was like, look, you tell this motherfucking bastard that I'm paying for all this mom. shit. Oh, no, no. I called my oh. husband's mom. And I was like, oh, I was going to say you him. called the judge's no. mom? <laughs> yeah, I called the judge's mom. I was like, bitch. No, no I called his uh, my ex's mom. I was like, you need to tell him I'm paying for all this. He needs to just sign the papers. Otherwise, I will be in Elizabeth's in this weekend and I will hunt him down. And he signed the papers and then I was divorced. <laughs> I guess he took me seriously that time. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Like, last I, time. like I, I know that there's a lot of shit that is absolute fucking nonsense that women have to deal with in this country. I, I would have never thought that that was one of them. Oh, yeah. That's, insanity well I, I guess i understand in that regard my mom's uh apprehensiveness in regards to this information because she was just very like this isn't fucking funny greg like your story scares me and i'm just like i'm sorry i wasn't trying to scare you yeah it's a matter of when you've had your name changed 
several times due to marriage, it gets even more complicated. And it's, it, it feels like sometimes different people will insist that you have different documentations at, you know, the same place. And it's like, but Karen told me X and now Sharon's telling me Y. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's Jesus. insanity. Yeah. I don't, I don't recommend it being uh female can be complicated. And Maya's learning. It, it's, it, it's a very complicated road that we walk as women in America. <laughs> And That's it's so like if using my maiden name like I do, I get people who stomp on me for that. And I'm like, look, you know, I love my husband. And on paper, legally, I I am his last name because it makes sense, you know, with the kid and everything. It just it makes sense. But if something happens between him and I, I will always be an Ogletree. And nobody can take that away from me. And I learned that with my first marriage. So, yeah. I don't use my married name. I use my maiden name because that's who I identify as. My married name is just for legal purposes. And even Lydia's talked about taking my last name and when she gets older, you know, because uh, the name dies with me and it dies with us. You know, my dad didn't have any sons. So that's it. You know, what's interesting. Was, uh, small side note on that, Betty. Um, the last name of Dietz will likely die with me and my brothers. Um, at least our generation of Dietzes. Uh, all three of us plan on having no kids. <laughs> now I say wow. plan. I say plan, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, this has upset my dad, and I've had to have conversations with him. Like, we don't want kids because we don't see the fucking necessity to have kids. And he goes, yeah, the thing that sucks, though, is that, like, the only one of my kids that had kids was my daughter who took the guy's name. So they're not even Dietz's, they're Devaney's. I was like, yeah, I get well, that. See, if, uh, she also took Elle them halfway across a... the country, too. <laughs> That's true. If Elle had been a boy, she would have had the last name Ogletree because, you know, Jeff already has a son with his last name. So we had already discussed that, you know, if, if when I got pregnant, that if, you know, we were having a boy, the boy would take my last name to keep that family name going. He, I mean, he's very secure in his masculinity. It didn't hurt him none at all, you know, but she turned out to be a girl. So we were just like, okay, we'll give her musser. But you know, she's there, there's a bond between my sisters and I that she sees and she very much, you know, it's kind of like a yaya sisterhood kind of thing. And, you know, she's like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. And I'm like, honey, you are by birth. But, you know, I understand if you want the last name, you're when you no, turn maybe in, this, you're willing to change it, that's is, up to you. Maybe this is an idea that just scares the shit out of people like Tucker Carlson. But why do we hold on to this weird old tradition of like the woman taking the man's name? And I'm not saying this in regards of like the men should take the woman's name. Like, why do we even exchange names? based on marriage because marriage itself is also an institution based in old customs and religion so i would say it's it's still a pass you know like a holdover of you know again marriage in this country is very strongly you know rooted around um the christian version of marriage and that it's kind of like a form of ownership in a way you know you're 
you're taking your husband's last name because now you're part of his family. You know, you're having his kids. I mean, it wasn't until that, like within the past 150 years that if you got a divorce, your husband took the kids, you know, I mean, especially if you were wealthy, your husband got the kids. You didn't take the kids because you were mama. You know, well, like how it plays out a lot now in the courts, your husband automatically got the kids because, bitch, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. It's bad. You know, I'm just like, oh, I and it's this thing of, you know, I see people talk about it. And, you know, they're like, oh, I just couldn't imagine using my maiden name when I got married. I'm like, why? You've used this name your entire life. Well, why? why? What is the big deal? You know, I mean, it doesn't make our ties any less strong. You know, it hasn't affected our marriage in any respect. You know, again, and the only reason to have a marriage in this country is for the fucking tax benefits. Let's be honest. You know, I mean. It, it's so cheap to get married, but it's fucking hell to get divorced. I do not recommend it. <laughs> it should cost $10,000 to get married and $35 to get divorced instead of the other way around. Yeah. You know, I mean, I see people who go and spend that much money on their wedding day, and I'm like, oh. So maybe I, so and, and, many I could do with that money. You're, you're going to regret this decision later down the road. <laughs> I want to ask that question now too because I'm 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 going to be 38 next month and uh I have no prospects of uh um a partner any in any time future. Uh I have too much on my plate as it is. Why why are there tax breaks for married couples? In any in any regard, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Why? Why is it there? What is the I reason behind it? I can't explain I, it to you. I, I guess know, because I they figure I'm they're going to save money on welfare shit. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, <laughs> like it's I, not. Honestly, you guys aren't like married people aren't doing anything uniquely special. No, nothing we're not. That hasn't been done. No. Um, There's it's, nothing it's the same, unique about this. <laughs> It's the same it's energy of like people going like, my baby is a miracle. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's another it's person not. on this planet. <laughs> you didn't do anything unique that women haven't done for the past fucking 10,000 years. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't understand. I do know that, you know, it, it also affords you securities, which is one of the reasons, you know, why, um, you know, the gay community works so hard to push, yeah. you know, the marriage laws because, you know, if you're not married and something happens it, to your significant other, there's a good chance that their family could come in and, you know, just run right over top of you and make their own decisions about what happens to them when they're sick. And the you can't come in off. and do anything. And that, that worries me. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, want I mean, to be like, in that like, situation. Like, I love our advancement in medical science, but there are some fucking stupid things that they still do to this day. Like, if there are two people that are that are commonwealth married, like they haven't had a ceremony, they haven't signed papers. Common law marriage, just, yeah. Yeah. They still, like, 
can't go into an emergency room with the partner if mm -hmm. they if they deem it not like it hurts my brain. It fucking hurts my brain that that's a fucking thing we still deal with today. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, fortunately, Misty and I haven't had to deal with that. Uh, even though we're not legally lie. married, you just, just say lie. you are. We tell everybody we're married. Yep. Nobody's going to question you. You know, and now they can't do it to gay couples, and I'm very grateful for that. I mean, yeah, you know, whether it's I don't care who it is. If that's their significant other, that's their significant other. That's who they want in there with them. That's who they should be allowed to have in there with them. If somebody rides in with them and that's their, you know, they live with them, their domestic partners, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's who they need to be with because that's who they love. You know, it doesn't, it's so stupid. I mean, how yeah, people yeah. treat marriage and I mean, like, when they were talking about, you know, oh, gay marriage is going to ruin the institution of marriage. Y'all been doing that just fine as straight people for the whole past 2000 years. So I don't want to hear the gay people coming in are going to ruin this shit because y'all been ruining it by yourselves. Yeah, and it's like, like, yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever like a Trump supporter would sit there and be like, would say something about that in regard to be like, well, what about the guy that you voted for president who's been divorced foot four fucking times? He's not ruining the sanctity of marriage. Yep. I mean that again, that's exactly right. You know, I mean, I don't want to hear your bullshit. It's like, you know, well, how is my marriage affecting your marriage? It's not, I'm not in a fucking Christian marriage. My, my marriage was done by our best friend in our other best friend's front yard. Yeah, we got married by our best friend. He's a minister of the Universal Online Church, you know. So I'm not yeah. gonna lie, like to me, <laughs> to me, the best like weddings or parties or anything in that regard are the ones that are like done in someone's backyard on a shoestring budget. Like, yeah, that I mean, it wasn't even a shoestring. Fun. They're more <laughs> intimate. They they're they're more intimate. They they mean more. You know, it's not all pomp and circumstance. It's just two people celebrating what matters the most with the people that matter the most to yeah. them. Uh, I we didn't need a big wedding. You know, it, it was not a priority for either one of us. We'd already been married, both of us before. And we were like, no, nope, not a big deal, you know? And then three months later we were pregnant. So yeah. I also want to point out that the people who have the most uh, uh, meek weddings are the ones that usually have stronger relationships too. So, oh, yeah, experience. we tend to say that the more you spend on a marriage, the more likely you are to get divorced, you know, <laughs> the more you spend on your yeah. wedding day. Yeah. And that's, it tends that's to just be what true. I um, like my mom and dad, uh, my mom was eight months pregnant with me and my dad was like, well, we should probably get married. And uh, literally like the house that my aunt lives in now that when I go visit her, it's that fucking house. Like they just had the wedding there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, again, we just, we stood in their front yard, and they were there, and our friend married us, and then we went to Olive Garden, and then we came home, and it was business as usual, I mean, yeah. So, like, when good. I talk to my dad, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've only been to, to like, uh, I think, three funerals, or three funerals, oh, no, four weddings, and he goes, which weddings? I go, well, my sister's was the first, uh, and then it was my friend Brian, and I was a, I was a groomsman, um, and then it was uh, my buddy, um, what's his name, Justin, and I was a groomsman there too. 
Um, and then it was uh, Josh when I was the best man. Um, oh, my buddy uh, Andy, so it's five. So I say five, yeah. Five, I was just a guest. Sorry, with Andy. So I say that, and my dad goes, well, technically six. I'm like, six? And he's like, you were at your mom and I's wedding. I'm like, I does not fucking count. I was inside. I was in the womb. I was not at her wedding. Stop it. Well, it's like, fun fact, um, my parents, who, yeah, got divorced after like three years. They were teenagers, you know, so stupid. But uh, they got married on March 4th, and that's the day that Lydia was born. And that was probably the first time they'd seen each other. The day she was born was the first time they'd probably seen each other since I was like three years old. Oh, wow. And they oh, were wow. like, yeah, this is our wedding day. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really wow. weird. <laughs> I bet but, that yeah, was so- fun, though. It's just oh, like, it was just look at the just look at the uncomfortable levels of oh yeah oh yeah and I, I was drugged you know so I mean at that point they had put me on state all and then they given me my epidural and it had taken on one side and not the other and I was having everybody feel my feet because one foot was really hot and one foot was really cold. <laughs> I mean, I was drugged out of my mind. I was like, y'all can't give me any more stuff. I don't like this. It was so bad. <laughs> and there's my parents, and I'm like, wow, how long has it been since y'all seen each other? <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a very surreal day. <laughs> and my gynecologist um, looks like my husband's brother, so that even got a little more weird, you know, <laughs> so... It's a very yeah, strange experience. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> uh, so hey, my uh, dog at is howling. At least the gynecologist doesn't look like Jeff. <laughs> well, no, he does. He does. He, I mean, oh. the first time they met, they were like, it's kind of weird. Because they do look so much alike. They have the same mannerisms and everything. And I was like, because he got recommended to me by a friend. And I was like you realize he looks like Jeff, right? And she's like, no, no. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. And, but oh, he's a God. good doctor, so I've kept him. I've had him for for 20 years now. I mean, he's a good doctor, so I can't, you know, I'm not going to leave him, but it, it still cracks me up every time I walk into that office and he comes in. I'm just like, hey, hey, brother-in-law. <laughs> weird <laughs> that's awesome <coughs> um so a slight shift again because uh i have to ask you guys a question have you ever heard of the movie called the pest yeah pest with with john Leguizamo. okay you wouldn't believe how it. many people haven't <laughs> you haven't watched it no i have i like I like John Leguizamo, but that was just, I saw the trailer for it and I was like, nope. It's badly funny. It really is. It's kind of like Pecker. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen Pecker, but that's a funny one too. Oh, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Yeah, with I, I like Pecker. Yeah. So yeah, you should look Pecker, that one up. Right? <laughs> I, re- I re- thought 
the reason I was asking this question, the reason I was asking this question is because I recently caught like my dad passed out while it was on like TBS or some fucking station that he was watching, and they just <laughs> were playing the pest, like it was just on. And I was like, this is fucking because <laughs> like it's the thing, it's not a good movie. Um, just to be clear, and the plot is fucking wacko too. Like it is weird. Um like just by the synopsis on IMDb, just to give you an idea, if you've never heard of this movie, uh, a Miami con artist agrees to be the human target for a neo-Nazi manhunter in order to collect fifty thousand dollars if he survives. I'm sorry, <laughs> you want to run that by me again? Because the fuck did I just read? <laughs> so basically, a moron says, "Hmm, fifty grand, but I got to survive this hitman." He doesn't yeah, really it's, it's like a, an idiot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll give him that. The, the the part about the movie that's so that's so nuts to me is that there is an opening number. <laughs> do you, do, Betty, do you remember the opening number, like the the, right. the musical right. bit? Song and the dance. The no, it's a been little a bit of a song and dance. I don't think I've seen so it, it since probably it came out on video because it's been that long. So, so let me let me set the scene. Let me set the scene for you because this is hilarious. An aerial uh, shot of of Miami it flies down in. It goes through this neighborhood and it goes into the the house of the family that John Leguizamo was a part of, and they're all waiting for him to get out of the shower. So he then starts to do. A rap? <laughs> Call it a rap. But this is a real song that they sold. You could have bought either with the soundtrack or separately. <laughs> like, I guess in a P3 form. Um, I have the lyrics here. And if you'll indulge me, <laughs> we're going to oh, run no. through them. Because, wow. Oh, no. Um, it's called, the song is called The Pest. And then in parentheses, Voodoo Mambo. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's all coming back now, huh? Oh, so, yeah. Uh, now, for the sake of, re- of like, I'm this going I'm regretting all my life decisions all of a sudden. <laughs> what uh, led you to this of, moment? For the, <laughs> agreeing to be on this podcast with me? Um, <laughs> for, the, for the sake of uh, DCMA, I'm not going to play any music from it, but I do want to read the lyrics because they are hilarious. Like, it's hilarious because it's bad. Because it also makes no fucking sense. It is absolute gibberish. But here we go. So, I like to party with my peeps, cruising in creep, playing three-card Monty on these crazy streets. Straight hustler, I'm going to scam in a minute, so low to the floor, pick the pocket on a midget. <laughs> Yikes. Slick shyster, the pestmeister, living in the Miami's vice. And then in in, like... In a Bugsy, Bugsy, uh, uh, not Bugsy, I almost said Bugsy Moogs. Um, Bugsy Bugs. Like, yeah, like old 50s gangster type voice. Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone, thank you. He says, man, see, me- nobody messing with the frog, see? The fucking, what frog? What the fuck are you talking about there, John? <laughs> and then he says, where's your messiah now? And then does like, he has like, boxers on his head that kind of look like a pharaoh's headdress and he does the you know he does that for a second and then he says the whole walk uh, like in, an egyptian 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then he says in his best, uh, uh, the original actor on the movie Flubber, long time ago, um, Jerry Lewis. Yeah, that guy. He does his best Jerry Lewis and says, nice lady, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. I'm sexy, but I'm hurting. Uh, then he says, <laughs> all right, already. Then he says, now here's here's the lyric that's my favorite. I'm ridiculous, like a booger, I stick to this. Take one whiff of this. And then and then in, in a Count Dracula, or I guess in this case it'd be um, the Count from Sesame Street. One stinky dinky ah ha ha, two stinky dinky ah ha ha. <laughs> so, as you can tell, lyrical genius. Uh, it doesn't stop being weird. It does not stop being weird. The opening, the opening lyrics. Here's the thing: the opening lyrics kind of give you an idea of what he does, but not really. At the same time, you're like, okay, so he's it, it, he's it, a con it, man. I get a good idea. <laughs> and I will never, ever, ever watch that movie. Well, it wasn't this ever. very early in his career. I mean, very he still early. wasn't. Yeah, I mean, he it was post Luigi, so you know he had already made bad decisions. It's post Luigi. <laughs> it's post Luigi. Right, was I'll it before after? Um, was it before after Tu Wong Fu? Uh, I believe it was right after around the same, so. right around the same time. Because he was so good that was, in that movie. So the pest came out in '94. Uh, his best, or not best, his his biggest like role before the pest was because he was doing a lot Luigi. of bit parts, a lot of a lot of small parts. Yeah, it was Luigi. It was, it was Luigi. Um, and then it was Carlito's Way. It was a big. Mm-hmm. He was a had a pretty big role in that. Uh, then he did Two Wong Fu. Um, oh, he was in Romeo and Juliet. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And then it he was, was the Tybalt. Pest. Yep. Was so, Tybalt. <laughs> so, so he went from like yeah, Carlito's way to like good <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, the pest. That's you think so you had learned funny. after being Luigi, don't take shit roles, but. No, no. He had uh, well, to owe somebody a favor. And then he played uh, so, a dwarf in Moulin Rouge, which, yeah. you know, really that could have gone to an actual dwarf, but okay. I mean, he <laughs> is short, but he's not that short, you know? <laughs> uh, so the lyrics continue, and you're going to hate me. No. Yeah, I promise. Yeah. Oh, no, they do. They're oh, hilarious. Please. Uh, so it does the chorus. They've not been so just, far? No, they have not, but it's funny. Uh, so he gets out of the shower at this point. He gets out of the shower at this point. He goes to his bedroom, and he says, "Mirror, mirror." On, no, this is no, this is still in the bathroom. I bet he says, "Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the sickest, slickest, slickest of them all?" <laughs> it's the schemingest, because that's a word. Keenest scam artist. God, it's so hard to be modest. Then here comes some gibberish lyrics. Jack might be nimble, but I'm a sex symbol. So <laughs> slick, I stole the wick from his candlestick. <laughs> it sounds like a in... Bo Burnham wannabe song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, I'm in the mood to scam simply because I can in a weird 
goofy accent that does I could not disreturn dis sorry discern where it was from. Uh he then says, I'm a Latin Houdini, disappear in a flash with your cash, and I'm back like a genie. Then he does some <laughs> then he does the his his best uh Desi Arnaz and says, Hey Lucy, I'm home. Don't do that to me, Lucy. Then says, freak to the east, freak to the west, and then puts on like a bra with some balloons behind it or some shit, like a five-year-old does to say they have boobs. And he says, <laughs> he says, great big boobies with a big chest. Sorry, booties with a big chest. Then, yes, y'all, it's like that. Then he does his curly. Uh, why certainly, yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, get your Get stupid, get retarded. Because the pest will get the party started. 97, folks, just to clarify. Uh, uh, then he uh, says, which way did he go, George? Which way did he grow? G grow. Go. Uh, Funkadocious, groovalicious, atrocious. Oh, this whole song is. Uh, what a maroon. What, what a maroon. What a freak. What a sucker butt. I'm sorry. The fuck? Why? <laughs> I'm a man of a million disguises. I'm as crazy as they can, as they make them, shake them, or bake them. So scientific. Hate to be specific. E equals MC squared. You sit there, multiply, divide it, slide up inside it. Wow, that got dirty <gasps> real quick. Blend it, mix it. Damn, I'm terrific. That's the end of the song. <laughs> I think they fucking slide up inside it and wrote the song around that for the payoff. <laughs> And they said, how can we link this? <laughs> and they just failed spectacularly after every other line that they pinned. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. What did it get? Well, how many stars did it get on IMDb? Uh, it's a 5 out of 10. Oh, which, wow. It even got that high? I'm surprised. Yeah. What's yeah, its, it's Rotten Tomatoes rating? Because it's definitely fucking rotten. Rotten Tomatoes for the pest. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Oh, wow. 8%. Wow. Wow. But the yeah, audience it... score was 68. Yeah, 68%. Well, what, what year did that come out? 97. Yeah, so we're talking about the same era of um oh god. So critics uh, Animal Detective, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, you know, I, I think John Leguizamo was trying to be he oh, was yeah. trying to, to become a more comedy actor and it just never really settled. Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> I don't know how um, else to put it. <laughs> The critics' consensus, the pest aims for zany comedy with social commentary, misses and lands squarely at offensive misfire thanks to John Leguizamo's over-caffeinated performance and a <laughs> script laden with stereotypes. That is very true. I want to see who oh, had the worst. So I want to see who had the worst rating of it. Oh, oh it's awful. God, it's so funny. It's not funny. It's terrible. <laughs> Why did you bring it up? What did because, I do? No, because 
that's the thing about me, Maya. You have to understand, like, I love bad cinema. I fucking love bad cinema. Oh, shit, like, yeah. It's so fucking funny every I time. Enjoy That's bad cinema, but there are some train wrecks that should set on fire, have a bunch of tires thrown on said fire, and walked away from. What? Tell me about these train wrecks, Maya. Tell me about some of these train wrecks. What are some train wrecks that need to be set on fire? I mean, this one is one. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Ooh, I'm telling you. No, I, I mean, don't know. It's, it's like, I think you might get more enjoyment out of it, Maya, if like uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater did a whole episode with the best, with the pest. Oh, no, that I'd be down to watch, but by itself, I don't want to watch it. No, Have no, you seen I, the I, jerk? I, Have you seen the jerk? Oh, Steve oh, that's the thing. I love the jerk. I love, I love the, jerk. the jerk. I have a special purpose. I have a special purpose. <laughs> I was born a poor black boy. I love the line of, uh, <laughs> you mean I'm going to be this that color works. for the rest of my life? <laughs> fucking so good. I love Steve That movie Martin. is so fucking funny. Um, No, like, when I was, because when that movie came out, I was 15, 15, 14, 15, somewhere in there. And the jerk? I thought it was hilarious. No, the pest. No. <laughs> he wasn't even oh. born when the jerk came out. No, I think the jerk was like, what? 70? 81. I was thinking uh, it was 81. I think it was the... 79 to 81, somewhere around then. 79. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, December 14th, 1979. I was born. I was three months old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, uh, so yeah, the pest was born. The pest came out when I was an idiot. <laughs> As oh, all Space teenagers Jam. are. You know what? Roughly, yeah, I think Space Jam was, I think Space Jam was 95. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, more, I mean, more or less like, um, 96 space jam was a year before the past. Well, I'm just, saying I, more, I'm just saying more. top grossing films of 1997 independence day. Uh, we had Titanic liar, oh, liar, Titanic. Uh, the the Lost World Jurassic Park, uh, Men in Black, Air Force One, get off my goddamn plane, um, <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies, My Best Friend's Wedding, Face Off, As Good As It Gets, The Fifth Element, and The Full Monty. I love As Good As It Gets. I think I've seen that movie once in my life. That's I've seen great. every movie on this list, but... Great movie. Yeah, Men in Black was probably the biggest one for me in 97. I, I mean, did I not watch listened. Titanic until 1999. So, I, I avoided that the, whole mess. <laughs> did I ever tell you a story of going to the theater to see Titanic? How old were you? Uh, in 97, I was born in 83, so 15? 14. 
Oh, wow. 14, 14 or 15, yeah. I'm so sorry. You sat through the Titanic in a theater. I did, too. And so, I got the shit beat out of me. You what? Wait, what? Well, not like... I, I, I did, too, but I didn't get the shit beat out of me. I got smacked by several women that were surrounding me who were crying when the boat was sinking. Oh, and I, was laughing at, uh, I was laughing at the people that were bouncing off the railings as they were falling and plummeting to their icy cold deaths. And then, so you know, I hated the why. movie. I was I was talking shit about. I was like, she could let him up on that door or that bed frame or whatever it is. It was There's a door. Room. I thought it was a door. Yeah, it was a door. There was totally room. It totally could have kept them both afloat. And yeah, I even I made a meme that was like on the um, the top of uh, I can ask cheeseburger for a minute back in the day. Uh, that was a cat, wow, two cats, head. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was two cats on this cat tree, and one was falling, and the other one had its paw over the thing. And I was like, I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I mean, because it was so <laughs> stupid. And I, I have been a big fan of the Titanic since I was a little kid because mm -hmm. National Geographic, and we had a subscription to that, and all the the documentaries yeah. that come on the History Channel and stuff. And when they found it, you know, and I was like, oh, and then I saw what it was, and I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to watch this. So I just avoided it at every chance I could get. You know, I just I had no desire to go spend three hours what to watch a steamy love story that literally tanks you know so <laughs> I, I, mean, I genuinely i genuinely didn't know that it was a big old love story until i went and saw it it was just I'm such so a big sorry. cultural like such a big cultural uh uh like milestone for cinema because everyone was talking about it it was on everyone's fucking to-do list like my, my mom and dad wanted to see it so we went to the theater i remember waiting in line we stood in line to see this fucking movie just fyi um and my brother and I are standing there uh, and, and we're talking about how excited we are to see how they portray the, the ship sinking. And this girl behind us just goes, thanks for ruining the movie. And Josh and I turn around like, you don't know what happened to the Titanic? You know, oh, this God. is a real story, right? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was so, uh, there was a lot of that going on back then. I you know, it's like I remember when the Blair Witch project came out, people were like, Oh, this is real. It's like, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would fuck with people about the Blair Witch. I was like, Oh, you haven't heard about the Blair Witch? I've been, you know, following that legend for years, you know, and just <laughs> get them to believe shit, hook, line, and sinker. What's funny is is um, where they filmed it in in that town in Maryland. It's not far from where some friends of mine live. So the next time I go up that way, I'm totally going to that town. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even get a chance to watch that movie because you know how it's filmed mm -hmm. and the way my vision is. I you know I get oh, yeah, sick yeah, playing yeah. Minecraft. Mm -hmm. I was like 10 minutes in. I was like, nope, I'm going to vomit. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never seen more than clips of that movie, uh, like on YouTube and shit. I, it it's was a damn shame. It's I a know. damn shame because that movie actually is really good. It's well done. Uh, 
And Plus, like they, I've never seen Cloverfield a, either. So oh, I love Cloverfield. Yeah, no, yeah, no live action movie. It's like if I watch people who do like the urban exploring and stuff, which I love, I have to stop after a certain amount of time because I will start getting sick if they don't have like really good camera systems. If they're really shaky, yeah, I start getting really nauseous real easy. My my yeah. brain is like, "What are you doing, Betty? This isn't matching up, Betty." And so yeah, just. <laughs> You win. We're gonna stop now. <laughs> um, I fully fell into the Blair Witch Project being a true story, like a hundred percent. Again, you I was kid. young. Oh yeah, I was dumb. Uh, and I still remember the moment that my like because other people had said no, it's fake, it's not real, and I was like, no, no, they've they've advertised it as real, like it, it's totally real. And the moment for me that I went, oh, it's it's fake. Got it. Was when the actors walked out on stage at the MTV Awards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah they, if, they, if they wanted to sell it. it for longer, they shouldn't have let the actors go to anything. Yeah. But, you know, the All internet was uh, around back then. And it's like, I had a couple of people, I was like, look this shit up because it's not real. It's not real. You know? So, I mean. So, they couldn't keep it under wraps for too long because at that point in time, the internet was becoming more of a thing and people were talking yeah. and, you know, shit gets around. We didn't even have yeah. a computer in this house until I want to say 2003. Um, I don't believe we had one in 99. I could be totally fucking wrong and just not remembering, but um, I remember still having to go to like the library to get cheat codes for games on the internet. We had one in 93. But I did download a like I remember in the past, like on the old PC, downloading a lot of porn off of LimeWire. <laughs> uh, my mom found out about it and was furious, not because we were watching porn, but because we were downloading like porn of girls our age, what we didn't realize was you know kitty porn. Yeah, she was like, "Fucking memory wipe." Is it? Uh, here's the thing. Well, it is, but it's not no. if he's watching it at 15. <laughs> okay? it, if you're the same age, is it really that? Because if it's you're the not. same age, I think it's okay. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I know it's still. Gross. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, when they. But honestly, you know, you've seen where they've tried to charge 15 year old girls who have sent new pictures to their 15 year old boyfriends for, mm -hmm. you know. I'm like, no, they're 15. You, what are you doing? This is when you smack them on the butt and send them to the room and ground them for three months. You know, take I their mean, fucking phone away. yeah, take their phone away. You know, make them work at the soup kitchen for a while. I mean, so I want to do a little thing real quick. Um, what, uh, what year, Maya, were you 15? Uh, 1991. Top grossing movies of 1991. Here is information from Wikipedia. Thank you. Nope. Got it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so, oh, there's a few movies in here. Uh, there we go. Thank you, Box Office Mojo. I appreciate your help. So we have, wow. The number one was Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Fantastic. Ooh, that's a good one. Saw it. Saw it in the theater. Uh, number two is one of my favorite movies of all time, and that's uh, no, I take that back. I take that back. I misread it. It's not one of my favorite movies. 
Uh, but um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, I thought it said Men in Tights, and I was got it real excited. <laughs> I love both. Yeah. Um, I don't dislike Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It's just not one of my favorite movies. That's I just want to clarify that part. I mean, I can. I, I, I haven't it. watched it. I haven't watched it in a while, but I really enjoyed it the several times I watched it in the past. Men in Tights was ninety three, by the way. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's again, I don't dislike Robin of Petra Thieves. It's not one of my favorite movies. That yeah, also being yeah. said, I know, um, excellent movie for ninety one, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I have a hole in my sock that I just discovered. That sucks. Anyway, uh. Number three, Home Alone, which mm-hmm. I forgot was 91. <laughs> Number four, Silence of the Lambs. Saw Home Alone in the theater, too. Didn't see Silence of the Lambs. Had no interest in it at the time. Number five, City Slickers. I remember seeing that in the theater. Oh, that was a cute movie. Well, saw it on right. video. I didn't see it in the theater. Uh, number six, Dances with Wolves. Still have never seen that movie. Yeah, you're not Still never much. seen it. <laughs> Number seven, Sleeping with the Enemy. I don't even remember that movie. I'm to video. <laughs> you should watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, uh, The Addams Family. Loved it. Still love it. Uh, Still yes. will watch it to this day. Absolutely. Uh, Number nine, Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear. <laughs> Uh, and number yeah, 10 doesn't hold up. Number 10, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Saw that in the theater. I saw a majority there's a few of other movies in that, the theater. There's a few other movies on here that are great. Um, Backdraft. Uh, I love, love Hot Shots. It's a great movie. Hot Shots was funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, still a solid movie. Yeah. Disney movie, at least. Live uh, action Hook. version, not so much. Hook was Hook awesome. Was number f- oh, fucking, I can't believe Hook was that low on the list. Uh, there was a lot of Cop. stuff that came out that year. There was, yeah. Kindergarten Cop was in the actually hood. pretty funny. Oh, I love Boys in the Hood, man. Uh, the Rocketeer. Thelma and Louise. Under- Point Break. Point uh, Break. Oh. Louise. Oh. Love Point Break. The next movie, if you don't cry at this movie, I don't think you're human. Uh, My Girl. I laughed when Thomas J. got stung. (laughs) You're not human. It's like, you're allergic to bees. (laughs) No, I I got sad. I didn't cry. Here's one of of the worst sequels ever to be made, and I stand by that. The Godfather Part 3. Yeah. You know what? I enjoy that one. Uh, it's is it as good as one or two? God no, but it's not horrible. If you are comparing Godfather Part Three to other fucking movies that have mobsters and stuff, I'll agree with you. It's not that bad. But when you compare it to Godfather One and Two, it's atrocious. Oh, it, it, it's a fart in the wind compared to the other two. I agree. Yeah. Uh. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Ugh. Edward Scissorhands. Ugh. That did terrible in the theaters. Father of the Bride. I love Edward Scissorhands. Never seen it. 
Uh, I never had the desire to see it. I'm not a Tim Burton fan. We know. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing it out there again. Misery came out in 91. Misery was good. Misery was Uh, hilarious. JFK. House Party 2. Three Men and a Little Lady. All right. Uh, So... Yeah, but um, okay. So now let's do uh, Betty's. Clearly, fifteen-year-old me. Clearly, fifteen-year-old me had better taste in films than fifteen-year-old Greg. Well, I didn't have. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Betty, what year were you? Fifteen. Nineteen ninety-four. Ninety-four. All right. Ooh, this is a good year. This is a good year for movies. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, here we go. So number one was Lion King. I've seen that movie many, many times. Many, 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 many times. The fucking the, the, the live action remake they did is garbage. I haven't seen that, but you know, my little sister was uh, she was five that year, so we also had it on video until I moved out at 18. Yeah, I had to rewind that video and watch it over and over again many, many times, along with Aladdin. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Aladdin Aladdin and Lion King were the ones that we watched the most. Yeah. Um, number two, I still love this movie. People have said it's problematic. I don't know how, but uh, Forrest Gump. Oh. Yeah, saw that one in theaters, just me and my family up in Chicago. We'd gone up there to um, visit, and it had already been out for like half a year at that point. So we went to the mall and nobody else was there. So we got the theater to ourselves. It was really awesome. When I lived, I was living in South Carolina at the time and I hadn't seen it yet, but I'd heard a lot of good things about it. And there was this theater is a dollar theater. They had movies for it. It'd been about eight, nine months at that point. It was already out on home video. And I was just like, I could pay three bucks to rent it. <laughs> or a buck to watch it. And I was like, I'll pay a buck to watch it. And then I spent five bucks on popcorn and soda. So it would have been cheaper to rent it. But I didn't care. I love that movie. I love it was good. Yeah. No, it's they, so they really sugarcoated you ever, you ever read it the for book? the book. Yeah, the book is completely different than the movie. <laughs> oh, I've never read did the you book. Read, I've heard did, you read, did you read the sequel, Gump and Company? No. Oh, wow. He, he basically opened it up. Well, they made a movie of my life with that Tom Hanks fella, and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how it opens so I, up. So I can assume the author was not happy with the movie. <laughs> oh, Winston Grimm, no, he hated the movie. Because it was nothing like what the they book. Did. If you funny. go to a Bubba Gump restaurant, they will quiz you on the movie. It's like a thing they do there. I'm like, this isn't. No, nah, man. <laughs> it's not necessary, y'all. I came to, I yeah, came to the I restaurant because I wanted some... shrimp and challenge. I, yeah. Challenge accepted. I mean, yeah, we know all the answers. It's like, yeah, we've been here so many times at this point, man. Y'all, it, just let it go. Just, no, move on. Find fresh faces, uh, you know. <laughs> number three is probably uh, I would be like. I'd, I'd go into a Bubba Gump. Sorry, before you get to number three, I'd go to a Bubba Gump. So like, y'all catch him? Sh- y'all catch him shrimps in a really big shrimp boat? <laughs> uh, you would. 
fucking go in there. What was like, number three? Yeah, some people like I got no leg, Lieutenant Dan. Uh, number one. three is probably it's probably my favorite Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, which a lot of people are just like, really? Us. That's your. F-? Yep. Yep. It's good. It's which it's one? really good. True Lies. Oh yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, I still like. I still to this day fucking love his, uh, the final like badass action movie line in that movie. You're fired. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking great. Uh, number four is the Santa Claus. You know where Tim Allen kills Santa. I've seen that Certainly. movie way too many times I've too because it's one I've of my dad's favorites. I've never seen it. He actually kills Santa. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. He doesn't himself kill Santa. Per well, se, yeah, he's he not outside. like you know AK forty seven his ass. Yeah, right. Well, he <laughs> comes outside. He comes outside and he scares him to which he slips off the roof and falls and dies. And then he was like, "Hey, this dead man's coat. Let me go ahead and put it on." <laughs> Oops! Now I'm Santa. It's weird. And he gets fat as the year <laughs> progresses. As it gets closer to Christmas, he gets really fat and he starts growing a white beard. And yeah, I've. Mm. My dad loved this movie, and as much as a toddler will watch four. The Lion King on repeat, a forty-year-old man will watch Santa Claus on repeat just as much. So I have not watched that movie since I left home at eighteen, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Never seen it, and I'm totally okay with that too. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Number number five, however, is interesting because I don't think it's inherently a bad movie. But the Flintstones, the live action. Oh, that Flintstones. was. I like I like the second one better. The first one's okay. It wasn't great, but the second one's superior in every way. Um, Viva Lock sure. Rock, Viva Rock Vegas. Right, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember either movie well enough to like be like it's bad or good. I just it was a prequel. It was a prequel. We saw it. We saw it in the drive-in. I remember that. We saw it in the drive-in as a family, and then um, uh, that was it. I don't think we ever like desired to rent it again or watch it again. It just kind of happened, and that was it. Whereas other movies, like we've like I've seen Forrest Gump. I can't count how many fucking times. Do you know I found uh, out Jeff's never seen Schindler's List? Have y'all seen Schindler's List? Yes. Never watched it. Oh wow! That's long ass time ago. Oh man, I've seen that movie several times and it breaks my heart every fucking time. Oh yeah. It's but yeah, I can't movie. believe that Jeff's never watched it. I was like, seriously? Because I mean, this is going to be something that I'll be introducing to Lydia within the next year as part of kind of, you know, the history curriculum because it's a very poignant telling of, you know, what happened during the Holocaust and, you know, it. It's very raw. It kind of has to be, but I'm just kind of surprised that some people haven't seen it by now. I'm just like, I thought everybody had seen this movie. Kind of like Titanic. I thought everybody had seen Titanic, you know, but not everybody. Yeah. You know? Uh, we had, I think I had to watch, or our, our history teacher had us watch Schindler's List at one point. Or like it was yeah. like, she did that for the sake of the, of the, um, Substitute teacher? It might have been something like that. I know that I saw it in school, though. That's the first time I ever saw it. Uh, number six is Clear and Present Danger, which is one Great of the Tom Clancy movie. movies. It's about I Jack Ryan. Been... Yeah, I, was like, I think it was one of the first yeah. Jack Ryan movies. It was the third, actually. 
the hunt for red october October. was first and that was alec baldwin as him and then there was patriot games in 92 which was harrison ford that's right and then clearing present danger i've read those books Kind of have you watched the, have you thing. watched the Jack Ryan series on Amazon? I have not. I mean, I've I've considered oh, it, but you know, they're good. It's I good. read those books good. when I was married to my first husband. Oh, so he was a military dude. Uh, yeah. Well, John Krasinski played him in this, <laughs> and if you decide to get around to it, I do recommend it. But I totally yeah, understand the books if you were good. Don't want to. Oh, yeah, I love the Clancy books. Uh, I mean, for something seven. I'm not really into. <laughs> yeah, fair. Number seven. <laughs> Speed. Hmm. This is great for its I, time. I think this movie is like, it, it has been one of those movies that like, it, when it came out, it was great. And everyone loved it. And no one talked shit about it. They were just like, it was awesome. It was fun. And now you go back and you watch it and it is aged like fucking sour milk. But I love yeah. it for that. I absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, for its time, for its time, it was awesome. Watching it again, ooh, and Speed Two, don't even. Oh, Speed Two is terrible. I will say this: Speed has one of my favorite memories because uh, when it came to TV, they had to cut out some of the cussing. Um, namely, when uh, uh, Keanu Reeves calls, uh, is it Dennis Hopper? Is the villain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he calls Dennis Hopper an asshole. He's like. He's like, you asshole, or something like that. It's towards the end of the movie. But they had to edit it, and, he, and they changed it to animal. But it was so, like, they didn't even try to match it up. They were just like, fuck it, just put it in there, just cover it up. <clears throat> so it was like, you animal. And I, 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 I was not fucking expecting it. My brother and I just lost our shit. So for years, we would just be like, you animal. And just fucking crack each other up. Uh, probably like I would say 97, 98 when we saw that on TV. Oh, well, I'll never fucking forget that. It was so good. Um, number eight is The Mask. Uh, I st- still love The Mask. Like, fucking. I never liked it. Really? Mm-mm. It's interesting. I didn't like Ace Ventura either. You are weird. Uh, well, yeah. Ace Ventura, the first Ace Ventura, very problematic for a good number of reasons. Yeah. But at the time, it wasn't. At the time, nobody thought that that was problematic. But um, like uh, uh, Lindsay Ellis did a whole like like hour long video on transphobia in media, and uh, oh, it's rampant. Yeah, like I knew it was there. But there were some movies that I was like, I didn't even fucking think of that one. Uh, Ace Ventura yeah. was one of them that I did, obviously, because, I mean, it's a primary part of the movie. But there were a few I just didn't think of in regards to that. And I was like, holy shit, yeah, like it totally is. Um, but uh, Different times, man. But we did watch we did watch uh, Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls, a hell of a lot more than we did the first one as kids. So... I don't know if that means anything, but um, <laughs> but no, I like the mask because the animation to it was I really enjoyed that. Like even as a kid, mm-hmm. like these movies came out when I was eleven, so yeah, I'm like ooh cartoon. Um, but that was also something that was really funny to me was they made Ace Ventura, which was very much an adult movie for a lot of reasons, 
Mm -hmm. um, and the mask was also kind of adult, mm -hmm. less so. Uh, they made both of those into cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. That also at times would merge into like one episode. Dude, they made Rambo Fresh Blood Part Two. They made a Rambo cartoon series in 1986. So they made a Robocop cartoon series in 1987. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Robocop. If it's, what the fuck? Dude, so yeah, they're like, kids, you shouldn't watch these movies, but here, let's give you a cartoon about it. Fucking weird. Absolutely weird. Um, number nine, Mrs. 80s, Doubtfire. Man. Still a fucking great movie. Mrs. Doubtfire is fantastic. I agree. I agree. I think it's a good movie. Um, and number 10 uh, for 94 is Interview with a Vampire, which I haven't seen that in fucking years, but I imagine it's still good. Yeah, that, that was... I think it was good. Um, I'm an Anne Rice fan, though, so I would oh, like to see yeah. them do um, the Mayflower Witches. I think they could do an amazing job with the Mayflower Witch series, but nobody's picked it up. Uh, some of the other uh, top-grossing movies below top 10 uh, for 94 were Schindler's List, uh, Philadelphia, Stargate, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, um, Star Trek Generations, Pulp Fiction, Grumpy Old Men, Dumb and Dumber, oh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. I love Grumpy Old Men. Pulp Fiction I love, but I also love Grumpy Old Men. Uh, um, that was like that was like fucking like old 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 man odd couple. Well, yeah. it was it was Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau who were the odd couple. Odd couple. They. They right. actually made a sequel to The Odd Couple like 30 years after they made the original The Odd Couple 2 in like 1997 or 8. So, I mean, and then they did Grumpy Your Old Men, which was yeah. Burgess Meredith's last movie. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I enjoyed those two movies, The Grumpy Old Men's. Uh, let's see, what else was there? Naked Gun 33 and a Third? Mm. Which was uh, starred uh, O.J. Simpson, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. OJ, yeah, O.J.'s last that. movie, uh, yep. The Crow. The <sighs> Crow came out in '94. I forgot that. My favorite movie of all time. It's a good movie. That is my favorite movie of all time. My favorite comic of all time. Um, actually, fuck it. If you camera pan overlook the laundry basket right oh, wow. there, that is a signed framed print by James O'Barr, the creator of The Crow. Wow. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a birthday present in 2014. Surprise birthday present from a couple of friends who went to a Comic-Con, and he was there. So Lux. Yeah, I love it. That's that is the second coolest thing in this room, and my room has a lot of cool things. But that is the second coolest thing in this room. The second coolest. So that's your favorite movie. What, what? What? Great. I'm. I was going to delete the fucking lyrics to the past off my phone now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What did you say though? You were... 
Is that your favorite movie? Oh, uh, yeah. What's your favorite, favorite movie, Greg? Uh, for a long time, it was The Matrix. Um, and then that changed to uh, Empire Strikes Back for a long fucking <coughs> time. But it's kind of hard to say which is my favorite movie because it, it depends on like which movie I've probably watched the most. Which movie do I well know well the most? It's really, really hard to say. I would say that... Empire was my favorite. I was going to say, like you, Empire was my favorite for a long time until I saw The Crow. But carry on. Um, it's really funny that The Crow is your favorite movie because I view The Crow like you do Space Jam. Straight up. I wish. I, I mean, we, we, we can't all be perfect like me. Hmm. Well put, ass. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Like some of some of my favorite movies of all time, Betty, are the original, the, the first Ninja Turtles movie, Ghostbusters, um, Aladdin, um, a movie that nobody ever fucking talks about, but I watched a hundred fucking times that I still love to this day is uh, Pleasantville. Ooh, I always enjoyed that. I don't know why that movie stuck with me, but it really did fucking stay. Like it stuck like like fucking gum on hair. Not the best analogy, Greg. God, it's it's really hard to say like what my favorite movie is. I've never really put a whole lot of context. Like when The Matrix was my favorite movie, it was like that's when I started getting into sci-fi quite a bit. And um, and then I you know got into Star Wars and Star Trek and the rabbit hole continued. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't have an answer for you. Like, there's movies that I could watch any point of the day. Uh, I guess a movie that I really love that I've watched a hundred fucking times that I don't even know if you could qualify it as my favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption. Mm, love Shawshank. Fucking watch that a hundred fucking times. Highly underrated. I mean, it did so poorly at the box office too. And then all of a sudden people discovered it on like TNT or HBO or however they saw it. And they're just like, holy shit, this movie's phenomenal. Yeah, like I'm looking now, Betty, at all your favorite. I have in my room, but... Betty, can you hear us? You're muted. Hello? Oh, I'm so sorry. Huh. Um, my favorite movie is Fried Green Tomatoes. Um, I watched I, it last week. Yeah, I love that movie. I watch it at least once a year. Uh, I, it's I my it. go-to comfort movie, you know, it's like the whistle stop cafe and you know, the, just everything about that movie. I, I just love it. You know, and yeah, it's definitely my, my comfort go-to movie, but you know, there are other good ones that, you know, have a very high ranking in my heart. Like, uh, Oh brother, where art thou? I love that movie. Yes. Um, uh, what dreams may come with Robin Williams when his wife committed suicide. That was such a beautiful, beautiful movie. And I love that movie. It, 
it just spoke to me. And, you know, after what happened to Robin Williams, it just does even more, you know, it's just like, oh, my heart. And I think one that just really grabbed my attention and just will never leave my mind, though I don't really want to watch it over and over again, is Perfume, the story of a murderer. It's it's a freaky little movie, and I fucking love it, but man, it fucked with my brain really hardcore. <laughs> I did not know how to feel about that movie after I got done watching it, because I was really into um, essential oils at the time, and... Then I watched this movie and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think I can do this anymore." <laughs> it just, I have no it's, idea what that means. It's about. that weird. <laughs> it's that freaky. I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm done." You know, it's yeah, no, no, that was it. But definitely, I'd recommend everybody that I know should watch that movie just one time because it's fabulous. It's a dark little piece, but it's brilliantly done. Very much in the same kind of dark vein as I care a lot as uh, how I kind of feel like it's in that, that very dark, you don't like any of these fucking characters. You don't, you, you fucking hate them all, but man, it was fantastic. <laughs> you know, it was yeah, really I've seen, good. I've seen plenty of movies that are like that. I, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know why I don't have a favorite movie. I really don't know why. You, like everyone, you don't everyone have can always pinpoint. Uh, you, you don't have a favorite movie. You don't seek out music actively. You're an enigma. No, what I used to do back in the day is I would go to Hollywood Video because that's what we had. We didn't have a blockbuster uh, account, um, and I would go to the aisle that was comedy, and I would just look for comedies, and I'd rent like five fucking comedies, and I would just watch those. And somebody would be like, what about like uh, this new movie that came out that was like a drama or something? I'm like, I don't want to watch that. That's boring. And I always go for comedies. Um, comedies or sci-fi was pretty much and if it, if it was a combo of comedy and sci-fi, I was 100% in. But I can't think of any of them off the top of my head. Like one of my favorite, I guess you could argue that my favorite movie of all time is Spaceballs. <laughs> I guess you could argue that. I, I don't I don't know that I could myself, but I do fucking love Mel Brooks a lot. You yeah, want to watch I a mean, Mel Brooks movie? I'll watch a Mel Brooks movie with you. I totally get that. I mean, I fucking one time my favorite movie was Kill Bill Volume One and Two. My sister likes those movies. Well, one of my sisters. I love those. I love those. My aunt just watched Gone with the Wind a couple weeks ago. Have y'all seen that? <sighs> Once. And never again. Once, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I it's it's a Oof. big popular hit in my family, and I can't fucking stand it. I think the only redeeming character in that movie was Belle, the whore from Atlanta. She was the only person I liked in that movie. You know, that Absolutely. was white. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody, agree. every other white person could go fuck themselves in that movie. I hated it. Three hours of hell. Yeah. No. <laughs> I remember watching seen... it. A friend of mine said, you know, watch this. I want you to watch this. It's my favorite movie ever. And I watched uh -huh. it and I was like, this is your favorite movie ever? She's <laughs> like, yeah, what did you think? I was like, I thought it was dog shit. I said it was three and a half hours of glorifying the plantation south, the antebellum south. And I don't think it I has a place in today's society. 
and everybody in it was a horrible person, you know, that was white except for the whore. <laughs> yep. She got you, mad you know at movie, me for saying that. You know what movie is similar in regards to that? Like, I don't think everyone always talks it up and says it's a great fucking movie, but I think as for today's standards, it's it's garbage. Um Drawing a blank on the name of it. Uh, Greg can't remember a name of something. Oh, shit. It's the old man who was super fucking rich. He was dying, and then he drops the snow globe and says, Rosebud. And then it's a mystery on who killed him or how Citizen he died. Kane. Citizen Kane. Thank you. Fuck my butt. Um, could not remember it. No. Jesus Christ. I'm like, I know it's about Randall uh, uh, Hirsch or Hurst, whatever, Hirsch. Hurst. There's a whole fucking drunken history episode on it. Yeah. That Orson Orson. I mean, Wells he squashed like, it. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, like if you if you want to know more, but like the 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 behind the scenes on that movie is is way the fuck better than the movie itself. Way the fuck better than the movie. I would agree with you. We had to watch that in my honors English class. I was like, what is this? Why are you subjecting us to this? <laughs> I wasn't I will a fan. Say that- <laughs> There is there is an old movie that I think is absolutely wonderful that uh, doesn't get talked about enough, um, and that is uh, the gods must be crazy. Oh, that's cool. oh my god! Oh, love that movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, no, I love that movie. <laughs> I don't think it gets talked about enough. I think not enough people fucking have seen it. Oh my I god. I saw that. My stepmother, uh my second my first stepmother uh introduced me to that movie back when I was around eleven, twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there in that time frame. Cause she was from Africa. Uh she oh, was like, wow. okay. Yeah, she was from Zimbabwe actually. I mean she was white English, uh, you know, of the uh but she was like one of these horrible apartheid people, huh. you know, that was that was all down with like keeping people enslaved and everything. So I mean, she was she was cool. Uh, but she introduced me. She's like, this was filmed in my home country. I can't do her accent. I can't do her <laughs> accent. She was from Zimbabwe. She had a South African accent, which is similar to an Australian accent. Just mm-hmm. a little more racist. <laughs> Diane, what up in there? Uh, um, um, what yeah. about have you guys seen the Serpent's Rainbow? I always Rainbow? enjoyed it. The which movie, Betty? No, the Serpent's Rainbow. It's about zombies, like real zombies no. from Africa. This guy goes to find the powder, uh, he, to, to figure out what the, the people are using to make the zombies in Africa. Oh, it was a fucked up movie. That one stuck with me. I watched it way younger than I probably should have. <laughs> no, the that only other fucking the only other uh, movie that took place in Africa that pops into my brain. There are probably others I've seen, but the one that pops in there is Blood Diamond, which is. Oh, I guess you know Leo what? DiCaprio. No, I take that back. I I take that back. Fuck that movie. That movie is really problematic. Like it's inaccurate to Africa and how they like it's 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 not right. Um, there's a lot of reasons behind. I watched a documentary on it. I was like, oh shit, this is like, like they got a few things right, but it's mostly wrong. No, I was gonna say, uh, fucking District Nine. I know it's not accurate to history or anything like that, but 
I what about that. um what was the one about the the two lions uh and the guy had to go out there one of them was called like the ghost or something it was eating people it was a man eater and he had the to go ghost in the lion. darkness yeah that was a good one never seen that was that fucking one. heard of it that was crazy Val Kilmer yeah. Val Kilmer yeah. Michael uh Michael um shit his last name pulling a Greg well, no, I can remember his first name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I can remember the Michael first Douglas. Name. Douglas. Michael Douglas. What about the Island of Doctor Moreau? Of course. You know, I've never seen that. Wow, that's a crazy movie. It's got uh, Walk uh, in it as a cat girl. <gasps> so when that? Okay. <laughs> that that's that. Oh. So which movie? Here's a question for you too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna gotta go. don't answer. I gotta so, go think. Dirty thoughts about Faruza Bonk. <laughs> do not. Do, speaking of Faruza Bonk, do not answer this question until I'm done. Which movie do you think that she starred in is better, The Craft or Waterboy? Waterboy. Yeah, Waterboy. Because right, I mean. Then. I, it's kind of also a very personal thing for me because when that movie came out, you know, Betty was a lot skinnier and Betty looked like Bruce Falk and everybody would come up to Betty and tell her, oh, you look like that crazy chick from the craft. I'm like, y'all can fuck off. <laughs> I am not the crazy bitch from the craft, but I'm about to be. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. But I love the water boy. She was really good in that movie. And I loved her character. And I just, I, I love Adam Sandler. And I love the water boys. And I, I love Vicki Valancourt. And she likes me. <laughs> and she showed me her boobies. And I like those, too. Uh, what's really funny is that, um, uh, Faruza Bulk, uh, did a voice. I believe she did a voice in, in, um, Miami Vice. I think it was Miami Vice. It was one of the GTAs. Cause I remember that, like, I recognized her voice immediately when we were playing the game. Vice City. what I say? Did I say was Miami Vice? Vice City? You I said Miami, Miami Vice. Sorry. Vice City. My bad. Vice City. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember if she did a voice in that. If it's that one, or if it was uh, San Andreas. Okay, it was, it was it was Vice City. It was Vice City. Yeah. I, I just looked it up. But yeah, I remember I remember playing it, and like we came across her, and we were just, I was just like, "Is that is that the girl from Waterboy?" <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, she owns God. like a, a Wiccan shop and. California now. That's what she's doing. So good for her. Run with it, girl. Relatively successful. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and wrap up this podcast since we've been recording for two hours? Yeah. Holy shit. I need to go. I need to go to some dinner. (laughs) No, this, this this is exactly like these uninhibiteds are super fun. I like to also call it Betty the ADD podcast where we just Go on tangents. Oh yeah, I mean we do this in our house all the time. So I mean this is this is typically how a night would go with Jeff anyway. So you know we have these kind of conversations. It's like he asked me a couple weeks ago if I could be anyone (laughs) from history, who would I be? 
And I thought about it for a second. I was like, you know, I wouldn't be anybody because everybody we know from history had to suffer to get to be known in history. And I don't want to live like that. He's like, you wouldn't want to be Boudicca? I was like, hell no. You know what happened to her. I don't want to be Boudicca. No. (laughs) I mean, she was badass, yes. And she will live on forever in my heart, but I don't want to be that bitch. Um. Yeah. So yeah, doing doing an uninhibited like I I I fucking miss these a lot. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to Fine. do with with like reviewing weekly shows now. Um, like mm-hmm. for example, everybody, we're going to be reviewing Falcon and Winter Soldier next week, and we'll be doing that for the next fucking four. Or, well, sorry, uh, ten weeks. It it doesn't come out until when? This Friday. Oh, it comes out Friday. So yeah, we will be reviewing it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we can do uninhibited again next week, but we can't. <laughs> but what we can okay. do is just what we can do is just review that review. Uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then the rest of the episode is this is just talking yeah. about what the fuck ever. I think that's acceptable. Um, Edward, we just we just won't be adding new shit <laughs> unless it's something like a movie that we all really want to see. But we'll cross that bridge when we fucking come to it, y'all. Uh, everybody, again, like I said, All watch right. uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, make sure you follow the socials down below. Um, uh, if you want a t-shirt or a mug or something with our uh, uh, drawn faces on it or the the, the logo, uh, you go to Teespring for that. That link is also down below. Uh, go follow the YouTube. That's where we're doing the, the video version of this. We can see our faces talk to each other. Um, I still need, I say this every fucking week, I still need to record my personal reviews, but I will get to that. Um, I recently watched, uh, recently watched something. I didn't write it down, but I want to review it. The fuck was it? I don't remember. Anyway, whatever. Fucking, I, I'll remember it later. I'll fuck it. It'll be tomorrow afternoon. Like I do with half the shit that I do with my life and just fucking pop in there and whatever. Um, but yeah, you blurted it out the, loud, and your dad's driving down the road. What the fuck were you saying? <laughs> yeah, like the, like the like the 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 procedure that the streamer that I watched had. Good lord, it was because I, I don't know why I was thinking hysterectomy. I knew that wasn't right when I said it. Um, oh, it was a hysterectomy. Um. <laughs> But yeah, give the give the YouTube channel a follow. Uh, we'll have we'll try to put more content on up, but but you know whatever we'll get there when we get there. Subscribe, um, click the notification bell, comment, click that bell. Uh, other than that, Maya, where can folks find you? You can find me on Facebook under my newly minted legal name. Yes, and hey. it's here to stay forever. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my name. I. Uh, can follow me on if you want to. It's a public profile. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm active, you know, semi-active on Instagram. Not so much on Twitter other than posting the occasional thing here and there. I'm not a Twitter person so much. But you can follow me there for the few things I do post. Uh, if you want to catch me on other shows, I am on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. One is called Figure Bangin'. It's an action figure review podcast. Uh, it's live. It's fun. We act like we're twelve-year-olds. It's, it's a good. It's a good hour to waste. You know, with some laughs with some friends. Uh, and then every Friday night at nine p.m. Eastern on the Nerd Life Syndicate Show, 
um, where we talk about anything and everything nerd related, nerd adjacent, and pop culture and entertainment, comics, movies, etc. Um, you know, and we do that for about 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Friday nights, and it's a good time. Swing by and say hi. And that's me. Where can they find you, Betty? They can find me on Facebook under Betty Badger Ogletree. And they can find me on Twitter under Bright Betty. And other than that, I ain't doing shit. What about you, Greg? Uh, you can find me uh, on all socials under Chub Rock Geek. Quite literally, just search that, you'll find me. Um, if you head on over to the Mission Start Tubes or just Mission Start Podcast, search for that on YouTube. You'll find the channel that I do with my buddy Anthony. We're going to be uploading um, a podcast every three months. Just kind of recapping what we've done with video games and what we think about the state of video games and just whatever in general. Um, also, that's where you can see my video game reviews, my solo ones. I did I, I did do one for um, Immortal Phoenix Rising and uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. So if you want to go check those out, that's where you'd go to do that. Um, other than that, that's it. That's it for me on that. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was just trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, yeah, guys, again, uh, next week. Or sorry, not next week. Yeah, next week we'll be reviewing Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm very excited for that show. It looks hilarious. They've been putting out promos for it left and right, and it just looks looks like a fucking superhero buddy cop show. And I'm 100% into it. Um, uh, yeah, and then and just, we'll talk about whatever. We'll just talk about whatever. Uh, so join us then, everybody. Um, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next Peace, time. Peace, love, and polypops. <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs>